Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Hot Take. Guys, if you haven't seen a hot take before, well, it's where a few friends get in a basement, give our thoughts, give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a game. Today, it's going to be a movie, and that movie is Marvel's Eternals. Here to discuss, as always, my guest, my co-host. He's not a guest. My my, my call my, me a fucking guest? My co-host, <laughs> Chris, the Triple Threat. Trio. <laughs> Dude, I'm already shaking my legs, as I just said. Like I literally didn't even, like you started, and I like looked down, and my legs just got. I I, I like, yeah. As soon really, as I leaned back, it's I, like, crazy. I, I don't know what happens. But, Guys, uh, I'm Anthony Raguji. You can call me Gooch. The friends call me Gooch here. It's true. But uh, yeah, we're going to let's do let's do a real spoiler free discussion. I, yeah, no, I feel like I feel like this is a different kind of Marvel movie. Not a character. Not at characters most people are gonna know. So let's let's go in with a hey maybe you haven't seen the movie and you want to check out how it is. Or let's give you let's give you that review. Trio, why don't you start us off? All right. So overall, uh, I very much enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very different from any from a lot of the Marvel movies we've seen. It's exploring the universe in a way that we haven't seen before and it's exploring topics and such that I never really even thought about. You know, I briefly thought about them when it comes to like the celestials and, and all that stuff. But, uh, man, I think they do a really good job of kind of introducing you to this very unknown team, uh, of people and, and, and they give each character kind of a bit of motivation and a bit of background that I think works. And uh, I think for in introducing an entirely new cast of characters in one movie does a pretty damn good job and i think it explores the lore of that team extremely well yeah eternals was the risk marvel needed to take i've been saying that for years i've been saying that a ton on this podcast everyone knows how i like to shit on marvel and i i've been saying for years marvel needs to take a risk eternals was definitely the biggest risk since guardians won Easily. i would say i would agree um and it was worth it. I think this movie's very different. It's not your typical Marvel Marvel formula movie, but um, while I don't think it's the greatest thing under the sun, I think I think it's 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 team, the Eternals, its cast of characters are great, really diverse, all really different, all bring like something really different to the table, and I enjoyed pretty much all of them. Um, and not even just the Eternals, like some of the some of the out, outside characters which there only are a few this movie is very very internalized it is not about it is, like the eternals is a cosmic thing this movie is all about the cosmic stuff but that's it, it, it it's does, about the eternals there's it not really, really does of, not go outside of that too it does, often. there's not a ton of um looking glass character it is there's not a ton of ancillary characters you get like you're saying there's a there's a couple that kind of are like or like you know the, the are, human look are grounded, the view into, are yeah. grounded characters but uh yeah. no I, I completely agree yeah, and this movie sets up a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of new ideas um, that that really haven't been introduced in in the in the MCU much are kind of come into fruition. And I think at the beginning of the movie, just not to jump in right away because no, you got a point. Yeah. Um, like we start with a title crawl, and we get like this movie loves the dump exposition, but. It's the kind of comic book character and, and storyline that, like, really requires it. There's almost too much information to, like, you, you need to understand, okay, like, we're going to understand. What's uh, with the Celestials? The, the Celestials, which... Where the universe come from, we which only, we kind of got a baseline for somewhat. In, in the Guardians movies, mm -hmm. but yeah, what were you going to say? 
uh, a really big first in this movie and like one that I was like very excited to see and like I think it's a really big deal uh, for a sex scene on, on yeah literally you, you turned to me in theaters and I was like like trio got close and he's like have we it, seen anyone bang? I in this and I told him I'm like besides Tony Stark post sex like getting up, up in the morning. I don't think we've seen anyone like have sex naked fully. Yeah, but, yeah. We uh, Icarus and Cersei get it on uh, in the uh, in the BC age, <laughs> <laughs> the, the before Christ, if you know what I mean. But um, yeah. No, you know that what was, was interesting. They did use BC. They did not isn't it use BCE? Isn't it like before Common Era now? Isn't that what it is? They now used before? BC though. No, they definitely did. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Huh. Yeah, before that is Common funny. Era is, is the, the new thing now, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been the thing. Well, yeah, that's true. I feel like it, I feel like that's within the last 10 years, though, right? I feel like that's like, yeah. it used to be BC for a while. But uh, no, that is an interesting point. I, I didn't yeah, even really thought catch about that. that right now. Uh, yeah, but overall, man, I think like for introducing us to an entirely new cast of characters, ones we literally know no, nothing, nothing about, about. Yeah. they you, you get enough of a sense of each character's kind of motive and what they're about and i thought there was some cool misdirects in the way of characters which i thought they were gonna go and like yeah like uh, i i the one thing about this movie it was insanely unpredictable and that's one thing marvel movies are really predictable no i agree the vil the villains are usually copy copy paste cookie cutter yeah. crap like they really and I will are. say and, I did find and, the deviants kind of eh, but right, but like the really the, the villain is like not them per se. Sure, like this movie really doesn't in, in a way it doesn't have a villain. It's really civil warish. Uh, as we go on, like the the different Eternals are kind of like conflicting with each other yeah. with, within the group, and like as you get later in the movie, you kind of realize like oh it's Why? really it's not just about the deviants. It's, it's about there's some a other whole stuff. there's a big thing going on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I liked. Again, no, I did that's too. Very different. We usually get here's our villain, and he's kind of cookie cutter. No, and absolutely, it's lame. No, and I think just the exploration of like, just the, the celestials in this and stuff like that, and just the scale at which we're dealing with them. Like, not to get not a big spoiler or anything, but when the when the Eternals communicate with Ashram, who is like the big god, the the, the beginning god, uh, they just look like a little speck on his face, and like yeah, it, it's so cool. Like it really is, and there's just some really interesting visuals in this and again you're talking about a lot of exposition and stuff like that and i think usually in a movie that's the sign of like this is boring and i don't care you're just you're just spitting out a bunch show don't tell but i feel like they they are talking about things in this movie that are interesting and compelling enough to where they can just kind of talk about them a little bit yeah, and, and really just dump I, I mean they get into like how humanity evolved over our whole lifetime and how the Eternals and the Celestials had something to do with that. I do love and they're, the and they're establishing of, new lore yeah, and stuff. The whole idea of them being the guy like Hephaestus or Hephaestus, Hephaestus, like with the old God of like, wasn't he the inventor God or something back in, in, yeah, in Egypt? And then it's yeah. like, Athena, oh, no, Athena, Greek, like, Hephaestus yeah, Greek. Greek, yeah, yeah. I mean, Athena is obviously Athena, Athena yeah. and like Gilgamesh of like the, the you know the legendary Babylonian, even Icarus, uh, the, the, epic, yeah, Gilgamesh and Enkidu. You know, yeah, like, it is cool how they kind of interweave them into our past history, and I do think, and they, and they do that in the comics too. No, absolutely. Yeah. I do think you do start to run into some issues of like which they do their best to explain away, and I accept their reasoning. Where it's like, where were you during all this stuff? Why didn't you help? And no, I feel wait, like wait, they wait, felt wait, like wait, they wait, had wait, to wait, have. Ready? I'm gonna do my kidding Harrington impression. Where were you? Where were you when, uh, when Thanos? When, what was he say? Where, where, where were you with, with Thanos what, and the snap? Yeah. Why weren't you guys here with Thanos? 
and all the other bad things that happened. Yeah. Like, again, I felt the, like that was the one they felt walkers. like they really had to address. The White Walkers. The White Walkers. Um, and I think they did so as best they can. I mean, you, you have to have a reason that these very powerful, which Icarus might be one of the most powerful superheroes See, in the I universe. Would, like, I would beg to differ. I think the fact that they can get cut like normal people is a big weakness. They're they're, they're that is true, but I, I mean I, I think it's against yet, against like, like deviants. Like the, I feel like it seems to be oh, very yeah, powerful, but and then again, how how powerful are deviants? So I don't know. I think he's definitely this. I mean, I think it's they kind of show this. He is the strongest Eternal yes. by far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But overall, I think they did a really fantastic job. I think Chloe Zhao brought something new and fresh to the universe that it needed a bit of a shot in the arm. And I'm really excited for E2 Eternals. Yeah, <laughs> I remember there was a headline going around that we weren't going to get a sequel. And well, no, I, and, I kinda, saying, and I kind of shrugged and went, I don't really but care. But it didn't say it like that. It said it's not a guarantee. Like, but that was them, I think, kind of hedging their bets with like these. But like, I think as this starts to do, it already did very well on its opening night. I think we're we're still we just saw it last night. We usually do these over the week, like after a weekend's passed, and we yeah, can we, kind we, of uh, see what's going on. We recorded our last uh, re three, and then we uh, we're doing this. Jumping right in, which is here. why the table looks like the way it is because we're yeah, too it's, lazy it's, to, it's different, but to turn we it. Just didn't feel like turning it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I lost my train of thought. Damn it! Uh, we were talking about Eternals. <laughs> That's true. That's what we were talking about. She just Chloe Zhao did a really good job. Oh, and we're I think talking about the like, sequel. That's right. So. E two urinals will be really good, and I think it will. I think it would. I think it's a a guarantee at this point. Honestly, I do. I think most what what has not gotten a sequel yet in the Marvel universe. I don't think I can think of one. I think every single. I guess Doctor Strange hasn't. That's on the way. But it's it's. But it doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? Because it's coming out. Same with Captain Marvel. No, I know, but but it's a but again, those are not, like they're happening. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think yeah. of something that we haven't gotten like an actual. That we don't know about, but again, we are getting it. But you brought up Doctor Strange, and I said that doesn't count. And you said no, but they—that's what I'm saying in general. <laughs> of like we, but those are coming. We right, know yeah, they yeah. are coming. Right, right, right. Whereas like there, there we haven't been... had one not get a follow up of some kind yet. I can't think of one. Hulk, the only, only one. one that is the only one. But that's for, so funny. For, for not not that it did bad, it's because they don't have the have rights the rights to, to a solo it. movie for some reason for him. Um, yeah. Which very I don't, like again. The only thing I'd want to see Hulk, I want to see Planet Hulk. Yeah, I real, mean, real off topic. I do think Incredible we, Hulk gets a little bit more shit than it deserves. I enjoy that movie. I think you can do a fun it, Hulk. It's movie. all right, but like, dude, let's let's see the Avengers fight the fucking Hulk. Like, let's really see the power of the Hulk. Anyway, it's real off topic. No, let's I get, agree. Let's get back to it. But uh. Go see Eternals. Yeah, I I, I think um, you should go see Eternals. I, I I would recommend if you can get in IMAX, see it in IMAX. We oh. did. We've been on an IMAX kick recently. With there like was every movie. something with with the aspect yeah, ratio talk about that we we're talking about. Ratio. That really, I'm not someone who notices this. And for for the layman, no, I'm kidding. If you don't know what an aspect ratio is, it's literally the size of the screen on the actual movie theater screen. So IMAX, I don't know what the exact aspect ratio is, but like. When it's not an IMAX size, you see those two black bars at the top or the bottom. And I noticed literally within scenes in this, from shot to shot, it was changing aspect ratios. Like, from, like, the kind of wide action shots of Icarus, like, kind of taking people down, it would take up the entire IMAX shot. Yeah. It, and then it, it would it cut, was, like, to it the was people very looking jarring. at him. And it was, like, yeah. I never noticed that stuff. But if you see this in a regular theater, 
You're not going to see. You won't notice that. There at all. are the, the shots of like the the celestials on the IMAX screen. They <laughs> look so good. Really good. Yeah. And just this again, the scope of the celestials is truly something like you don't see stuff like that a lot. I feel like in the way of just that scale, but so good. I really can't recommend this movie enough. I think it explores like just historical mythology in a very interesting way on top of being a really cool superhero flick. But, uh, yeah, let's get, spoilers? yeah, let's get into the, to the spoiler talk. I mean, um, go see it. If you haven't get out of here, but if you watched, stick around, uh, Gooch, I'm trying to think of where to start. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of, too. So, we find out that the Eternals are there for not what they believe they are there for. Right. And so, I think there's a pretty... Again, I, I I don't find this... There's a lot going on. There's a few different subplots in the way of people, like like different interests crossing. But I feel like it fleshes it, fleshes it out in a way that is really well done, even with the whole kind of aspect of, like, why Cersei and Icarus broke up and like why Icarus didn't come back and like this idea of everyone having their own thoughts. And so like, even with Kingo, we were kind of getting annoyed. I don't want to jump to the end right away, but like the thought process of why he stuck back from that fight makes sense. When I was listening to videos, I was like, Oh, he thinks he's right. Right. Yeah. I, I guess that's what he's, I said, that's I what I said I but I, I just didn't like it. I think it makes, I do think it kind of makes sense. And I think it's an interesting layer in the way of he's like, He's like, King is like, I think Icarus is right. I think we should wake up this celestial because we're causing billions of people, billions of planets to not then come to fruition. We're basically killing these people to save us. And Bas- King, it's, but, uh, not, ba- not basic instinct. Uh, what's that movie? Uh, Where they predict crimes. Uh, Minority Report? Yes. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I still need to see that. I always hear good things. But uh, <laughs> I think it's very, and he's just like, listen, I, I kind of agree with Icarus, but I can't fight you guys. And I thought that was a kind of interesting kind of character layer to him but i didn't really catch that in the moment and me and you both were like kingo just didn't go to that fight what happened no i caught that in that moment or at least i, 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 didn't I just didn't understand why he like still didn't show up when everyone else is fighting the last battle um besides him one of the best things about this movie which is what, what we're talking about now is like really like the plot twist between the characters and what sides they end up taking and who who betrays who and what they're all doing like Ajax is like the only eternal we don't really see in the in a in the present in like the present. In the present she's yeah. dead before the movie really even starts yeah uh, but we see her in flashbacks and stuff and she kind of knows the eternal well she definitely knows the eternal's real purpose so they go to worlds to get them ready to populate them for celestial being born. Yeah. So when a certain certain amount of people intelligent life live on a planet, a planet the celestial gathers enough energy to basically be born from that right. planet. And it fucking, you know, comes out of the fucking planet. Literally it's like birthing out of a planet. And yeah. so the idea was that the the celestials uh, so, uh, initially and created they thought the, they were there to just if like help to just help civilizations along flourish, yeah. and, and to stop the deviants from from destroying right, the deviants from deviants, destroying yeah. uh like sentient life and to, they they are aware that there are other eternals out there doing the same things right on other planets. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to me in the beginning. So they know yeah. that they aren't the only ones but there are some questions to me of like, but their mind gets wiped after everything. That's the thing. So the, the truth, you know, they've like, done this. They've done this countless of times. Yeah, they, they, they don't, don't even know, and that's kind of what happens with Thena. They didn't correctly erase her memories, so she's kind of getting this lapse over of like the new life plus her old life on all these planets. Uh, but yeah, so they they think they are these benevolent people, and over this time, they've just kind of fallen in love with humanity and wanted to just see it flourish. And Ajak is like, listen. Uh, Ashram, I don't want to do this anymore. And she even tells Icarus, and then Icarus is like, 
bitch, what have I been doing? Like, you just told me to wait for the past 3,000. Like, his kind of switch made sense to me, and I thought it was very kind of earned. And I, I, it, it felt satisfying to me. And even by the end, when he's sitting there realizing, like, I can't fucking, I can't do this. I thought I could. I thought, like, I thought this was the way to go. And then he kind of, he flies too close to the sun. I thought, again, a lot of Love very, so a poetic. lot of poetic, very, it does feel like sun, more of yeah. a, and I hate, and listen, I know you're, I hate to say this, it does feel more DC. In the way yeah, of like, it, does. It, it really it, does. It, it does, and the good, the great parts of DC, like like the parts that are a little bit more stoic and a little bit more just let it marinate for a bit. And there's some humor in this, mostly from Kingo, and I think it's it's very well done. And I I, I find him, uh, Kamal Nanjiani, really great in this. I think he is definitely one of the breakouts. And even Angelina Jolie as, as Thena. Angelina Jolie in this movie could have easily been casted as Cersei. It was kind of like, like if you think about it, like she's the no-brainer pick. But they decided to put the w- most well-known actress in this movie in, in a very supporting character role. And she's not the like the beautiful badass that we know Angelina Jolie to be in, in most of the roles. She's the I think she is traumatized. Beautiful, beautiful badass. badass. Yeah, no, it's true. Like she's like, or and, and, and that's more the shtick than her being like. You know, the goddess a ba- of war, a, a badass. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. she's like insanely traumatized because she has uh, what's it called, mind weary, mind something weary. like that. Mind yeah. weary, yeah. So mind weary is when like they're like they're told their memories kind of start deteriorating because uh, you have too many basically, because, and and, yeah. and and it's because they're synthetics. Yeah, that's another thing that we learned. They're they are not humans like they are in the comics. They are, but like, it also robots. it seems like like I was robots. saying, it seems like she was or incorrectly androids. erased. Like it seems like it just was a fu- like they get erased after basically every mission, and hers wasn't and their completed. Memories, their memories get stored by uh, Ashram. 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 Yeah. I gotta remember how to say that at the um, World Forge. Yes. Yeah. It's a great name. God, yeah, I love it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and she has, like, PTSD, and Gilgamesh kind of keeps her in check, and, like, I like how they don't have a relationship, they just seem to be friends, I don't know how, but, <laughs> after that long, but, alright, um, yeah, yeah and she, so, she yeah. kind of, he kind of, like, takes care of her, and, like, keeps her in check, and, like, but and I, I almost kinda, feel like what, there was kind of a relationship, movie? like, you know, the, where, no, not that movie, where, no, no, uh, Black Widow, you know, what's, what's he uh, say? The sun's coming uh, down, yeah. but like that kind of thing. Avengers 2, yeah. And yeah, I, I think Angelina Jolie really kind of like, it was cool to see such a big actress kind of give the screen to like the, these lesser knowns. I mean, Richard Madden, we all know from Game of Thrones and same with Kit Harington. And they, and I like that scene in the beginning, which by the way, Icarus is in all black. Icarus is in all black, yeah. In that scene, yeah, yeah, he had to be, Man yeah, because I, I was saying, I, yeah, I, I, I was saying like to Trail, I'm like, you know, because like Kit Harrington and Richard Madden only get one, they, they say goodbye to each other in like the first or second episode first when, season, when, uh, yeah. when Jon Snow goes to Castle Black and like, you know, he makes that comment about that. he's like, next time I'll see you, you'll be in black or whatever the fuck. Fucking Australian all what was, the time. I was like, where are we at now? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, I hope they like do a line like that. But like, they do have a very they give meta a, meeting. They give a bit of a look for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think I think they did the perfect kind of not like they kind of look up to each other like, hey, hey. Um, yeah, and and Kit Harrington plays Dane Whitman, who pretty much everyone I feel like at this point knows is the Black Knight. Who we which which is one of our end credit scenes. We'll we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I, I think kind of my biggest negative about this movie is the fact that he's so underutilized, but in the movie. 
No, I think like like it just it it's just a feel, setup. It could have been it could have been any other character in that role as Cersei's love interest, but it just happened to be Dane Whitman. No, I the agree, Black but, and, but I do think that serves as good jump off point for right. him in the next one. I think I, it's fine. Like I almost feel like get rid of our Bollywood director that Kingo brings in and bring, and bring in Dane. Yeah the, whole, yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, because like I because I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, Cersei, ha something has to happen to her. Because that's going to radicalize Dane Whitman, who Black Knight is like an anti-hero, yeah, villain so like, kind of guy. Like a little backstory on the Black Knight: he holds the Ebony Blade. He I does, think it which is. was name dropped in this movie. It was, and it next to Excalibur and the rest seems of the to Arthur, it's, the Thurian Knights. Yeah, it seems to corrupt the user with like every person that uh, they kill. It's cursed, and yeah, it's, it's cursed a cursed in a way, sword. and it basically turns them more evil as they they use it. Uh, but it also gives them like all that super strength and all that good stuff yeah but uh and it's been passed down through his generation family's age generation, yeah. cersei even gives him a ring that was like from his she found, family's yeah. crest off ebay or something I, i'm i'm i i couldn't tell if that was a lie or she actually did get it off ebay she probably had it or something yeah because <laughs> yeah, she seems like, she's know. like working at some type of like museum thing okay it is funny like when you talk about these people of like you'd have to like move every 20 years and like especially in the every senior, like five to ten like and like, even like, like kingo says he's like i got well, tired it's funny of even how do you, five yeah. years so he just and made they, his own family dynasty yeah. right you know so that was actually a stab at actual bollywood because apparently there are families in bollywood that like do that. that yeah they're like mm. all like you just know, a line of of actors yeah. right yeah huh. interesting yeah but uh yeah i thought kingo was he's definitely the comic relief of this movie, I think he's probably did the you one like who, his finger guns. I did. I kind of. I did. think it fit his character. It did. I'm not sure how I felt about it in general. It felt a little memey, but I, it did I don't feel really a bit memey. But I do. I think overall, all their powers felt very different, and I like though how they all had the same aesthetic because they were all Eternals, obviously, and they all are kind of the same tech. But I, I thought it was really, really cool. I actually for for being finger guns, I liked it. Even like. When he's like kind of forming the ball, like kind of kame 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 high. I thought he was gonna like, say that. So what he says is like a Bollywood thing yeah. that they say. Yeah. But I thought I'm like, are you gonna go? Are you gonna like kame kame ha? Like, is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. And I was like, nah. So didn't. you got Kingo. He can shoot the burst from his hands. You got Icarus, who is kind of like the Supermanish, shoots laser beams, all that stuff. Theana creates weapons. Ajax can just heal. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Um, Gender switch from the comic book character. Yeah. I think he's way more of a brute. In like the comics too, Gilgamesh is our is our brute. Is, is the other brute uh, yeah. who's just he seems to have magic gloves of some or, or, or like I don't know. yeah yeah very powerful fists. Uh, then you got uh, Sprite who is an also illusionist. gender Swiss. Very Sprite's a guy in the comics. Is it? Is she? Yeah. Huh. I really thought she was a girl, at least no. in the Mark Mal or at least in the Alan Moore run. N but, not from what I saw. Okay. Well, that's yeah. Again, most of these. Are gender besides Icarus and like most of these are all men in the comics. I think. Yeah. I think Markari is Middle Eastern though. My, and the, I ha I I really liked Makari. I did too. I, I like Lauren. The Riddolf. speedster. Yeah, she uh she's a deaf actress and she she really her career started in The Walking Dead. She plays a character in The Walking Dead who who honestly like as shitty as that show's gotten, I'm like I like you her like character. her character a lot yeah. because like it's just different. It's cool. Yeah, you're imagine being deaf in a fucking zombie, zombie apocalypse. Imagine being all... a deaf superhero. <laughs> like, like, it's, it. just, it's the same no, thing. True. And like uh, I think they they do her scenes well and they, they like portray her emotion and she like and like she's kind of a little bit of a thief. Like we find her and she's like living in their ship still and she just steals shit. She has all these artifacts and yeah, stuff like, and, like that. Yeah. And, yeah, like one of them. Is Excalibur yeah. and like she doesn't you know no I thought she was awesome and even just her action sequences with speed like 
Yeah, we've we, seen Speed a few different times. And it's really only been the Flash, Quicksilver. Flash, like, I feel Quicksil like we barely talk about because. It's but just, like he is like well, Quicksilver. Oh, you mean like in the MCU? Yes. I guess I'm talking more even X Men, like just in like on movie screens, like speedsters, uh -oh. like. I think Flash has his own, like, especially in Justice League, they kind of set him, like, the way he he moves through the speed force and stuff. But, like, in this, I like how she really uses the sonic boom a lot. She uses her momentum a lot. Yeah, Just, like, I, I, that whole I, scene I just, at the end when they're fighting Icarus, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, I said to Trey, I'm like, it's a lot more physical than the Flash. Yeah. I feel like Flash's speed is a lot more, like... Finesse, in a way, like, like magic based, and like yeah. hers just felt like she was like really like putting weight into like the punches and stuff. And the, yeah. I guess the idea is she is deaf because she keeps breaking the sonic barrier. But like, you think that's? I thought I thought that was the point. Like, is that that she's just that's moving a good, so fast? That's a good hunch. But again, she's a synthetic, so why would she be deaf? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like realistically, like. I mean, why 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 is fucking Icarus talking in an Irish accent? Why is, same with Drew? And even Drew, he has like yeah, but even yeah. like Sprite, like why like, is he, just don't just don't think about it. I, I found Sprite's whole arc to be very um, yeah, her, her, like her turn is like it makes a lot of sense. She's like built as a kid, and she's like, why do I fucking look? I like look this? like I can't do anything. No one's coming. No yeah, one's going for Sprite ever, except for a creep. Like that's yeah, like she can't have relationships, and she loves Icarus, and I love how Kingo like points it out, and I'm kind of like. I didn't notice that. I gathered that definitely at the beginning. I was like, oh, she wants to bang. Like, uh, but she can't, because I felt. Uh, the, the right, thing that, that kind first of, scene makes sense. Like, but when I, she I was like, yeah. Like, but not the fact that, like, oh, she was in love with Icarus. But again, and I also love that that didn't make her hate Cersei. Like, they were still, like, pretty good friends. I was just and, like, boys, but. Boy, <laughs> they, were, they were gals. Um, <laughs> I, I Again, I, I think the characters, for how much they're. For how much you have to get to know eight characters is really well. Even Druig took him a totally different way than I was like he just seemed like the weird kind of mean mind yeah like guy. he was like but the he ends up being one, like yeah but he wasn't he ends up being like more the most uh, helpful again and, going back to when I said unpredictable like you really can't predict like where these characters are gonna go no you can't and even even with it with the, the acting placement like I said with Angelina Jolie like you would you would think she would have a bigger role but she like just doesn't no and I really like what's her name as as Cersei I can't remember she's in yeah she's uh, in Captain Marvel she yeah, plays the blue she, chick too yeah, yeah the alien. What the fuck's her name uh I I I I thought like I knew it when I was sat down and watched the movie like I said it in my head uh, it's, it's Gemma Chan. A, yeah, Gemma Chan. I was like, it's G, G somewhere. In yeah, there. yeah. And then Salma Hayek. I thought she was good as Ajax. We don't get a ton of her. She is kind of like the spiritual kind of leader of the Eternals and like the connection to Ashram and all that stuff. And like, she seems to be the one that has kept her memories these entire. And times. we didn't mention that Icarus kills her, which like again, I did not, did not see, see coming. coming. At all. No. Yeah, like uh, Icarus makes it look like the well, he pushes her in the deviants, deviants do, do kill, kill her, her but, but like, like he's he, the reason why yeah right right again and like they you take think her power and like what did you think of that deviant that kind of becomes like sentient i think the idea of them like evolving and like taking on that is is interesting but he felt very ancillary i, I think i i think that one of the big themes i was talking to you like in the car on the way home ab about this was like um i really like the the themes about like creation and i was kind of comparing it to mass effect a little bit because matt and the synthetic um being sentient theme it's like okay like we're having sent like mass effect deals a lot with in three mass effect three we get a little more lore for those who played mass effect 
the reapers are like a celestial level being and we 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 learn you know the reapers come and, and destroy all organic life and they basically keep doing reset it. yeah and they're on a cycle same with like the celestials the celestials are doing the same every thing. billion years a new celestial is born they and to do so they need to destroy an active world to basically birth it right right so like there's that theme and i was like that's it's that's interesting like i kind of like that uh, what they're doing there and then with the synthetic thing it's like same thing in Mass Effect where like we see the Geth who are synthetics who've gained sentience who are like essentially like discriminated upon but it's like okay like w like are, are synthetics with sentience now like actual beings or are they still just robots and like that's kind of the that's question that's the other thing they kind of like really the, accept the internals feel really human even well, though they the are machines they don't machines. really seem to like they seem to have a moment of like man we're, we're like synthetic but they don't seem to really get tripped up on it that much. Yeah, they don't. They really but kind they've of seem had to a lot of time. But that's why I'm kind a lot of, of that's time. That's I kind of that's where I do accept it in the way of like I not, still it's not think it works. Thirty years, you know. No, but they are sitting there like I feel 7, like by 7, by seven thousand years, you're like, well, I feel kind of I feel pretty human, so I'm not really too worried. Like, yeah, like, I, I know who I like, am. Yeah, like yeah. it's I I am still a person in that way. So, but I did find that interesting that like they kind of put that in. But they all like I can't remember in the comics if they I thought the Inhumans. In the comic books, are human beings Eternals? I'm sorry. Yes, why did I say the Inhumans? Uh, the Eternals are human beings. They were created as like an like, and I'm pretty yeah, sure they that, are that they, they are, are they are enhanced. Yeah, and then like they are basically enhanced by the Celestials to take care of Earth, and I think it's to do basically to the same end to grow another Celestial. Yeah. on Earth. Yeah, so, it's the same. It's the yeah. same. It's that Alan Moore, I need to Jack that. Kirby run. I really need to reread that or run. No, no, not Alan Moore, Jack Kirby. It's just Alan Moore. There I was think. no reference to Jack Kirby, which I found a little disappointing. I think As I'm, somebody like Jack Kirby's like but, known for a few things, it's the new gods and I the think Eternals. you could have given him I think you could have given him like like a more specifically name nod, but I think the design, just the ship design and like even the design the of lines, the characters, yeah. just like the Celestials and everything feels incredibly Jack Kirby inspired, in my opinion. Yeah. I do. I said this to you when we were coming out. I would have loved to see a bit more silly of suits. I do think they streamlined them for a, a bit. It's for, the on helmets purpose. that you didn't really get. You didn't really None get. None of them had. And I actually, Ajax had a helmet. But again, we yeah. don't see a lot of Ajax. No. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, I really, th I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And I think they did a really good job of bringing something like that. It was a bit complicated. But explaining it in a way that is still satisfying. I was never really confused. I wasn't either. Yeah. For the even coming out, even like, though I had some bias and and understanding of this prior. And I was coming out, and I was I was trying. I was like, does any of that not make any sense? Because I, I, I remember we to, were. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. I I just feel like, especially when a movie in the moment is, I'm not really like being like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's a great movie. I can be coming out of it and be like, well, these kind of things don't line up. But like if I'm sitting there and I'm in the moment and I'm like just confused and frustrated, that is the worst thing a movie can do. And this doesn't do it. I remember when we were watching the trailers and we were really skeptical. And that just last we had no trailer idea, yeah. won us over. But we were all just like, this just kind of looks like, what is this? But like, yeah. again, they kept a lot close to the chest with the trailers. Like they didn't reveal like all these twists and turns. Like no, we, didn't, didn't. we didn't like we thought we were going to be our villain was going to be this main Deven guy. And he really he was our time. villain. Yeah. But like it didn't really matter. And I, but I did like the foil of like, oh, the synthetic or the the celestials and the deviants are like pretty much the same thing. The like, Eternals, you mean, and the deviants? Yeah, what I say? The, the celestials. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> I almost said Returnals. <laughs> the, the Eternals uh, and the deviants are like you know cut from the same cloth, and Ashram creates them both, and like you know he creates this perfect apex predator, 
and then they get out of control. It is interesting how she was talking the, about that the, at the beginning of the movie too. The Eternals to mm. yeah, the apex predator in, yeah. the, in the classroom. Yeah, and then yeah, he creates the Eternals to deal with the fuck up. And but they're both the same. They're, no, they are. Yeah, they're like, just the one was he realized that you can't get, especially when like the Eternals seem much more obviously sentient than the than the uh, deviants were at first. The deviants just seem like animals basically, and. Whereas, like, he's like, okay, we can't let them evolve. We can't let, like, but we also make them more humanistic, make them less of just like a force and more of like an actual, like, human being. I don't know. I, I found it very interesting. I did. But, uh, is there anything else, Gucci? Yeah, we got to talk about those end credit scenes. Oh, duh. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, do. <laughs> first one. And I guess the ending of the movie in general. Well, dude, I feel like we did kind of. Uh, well, so, like, we kind of had the whole Icarus comes up and, you know, He's trying to fight all the Eternals, but he can't. At the end, he just joins yeah, in with the, the Unimind. The, the, the Eternals are... Well, real thing, real quick, one, leading up into that, I one thing, like, we got to, like, that point in that third act where, like, you know, we're getting ready for the end, and, and they realize, you know, they realize the truth about who the Eternals are, what they're meant to do, and, you know, a lot, most of them are like, and we, got, we, we, we yeah. gotta stop this Celestial from being bored, the emergence. Yeah. Um, you know, another fucking devastating event for Earth. <laughs> Not as bad as it could have been. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, you know, they gotta stop it, and Icarus, Icarus has known about this for probably like a thousand years. That's why he left Cersei, basically. Yeah. Because he couldn't, he couldn't keep it from her if he was... Yeah, that his trauma was the fact that, like... He knew what they what he, he needed to do eventually, but and he was the only what they one were there yeah. to do. But yeah, he was the only one who knew. And like, um, our plans kind of get foiled a little bit. Like, uh, our characters don't really know. Like, they have to form the Unimind to to take out the Celestial with Cersei as the Unimind. But like, they don't really know how to do it. And it's not like the 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 answer to the problem is not really clear. And I was like, yeah, how the fuck are they going to do this? No, it was interesting, <laughs> but then they kind of go in the whole thing of like, Cersei can transmute people, yeah, and then, sending and then, beings with that, then, all that power. That's where Kingo leaves. That's where Sprite and Icarus turn and, and Gilgamesh gets, you know, killed a little bit before us. Yeah. And Druig, like the guy who you think is the villain becomes the, the good the guy. Main hero, and, like, yeah. and it's it, again, unpredictable. And we get to that final battle and, you know, again, um, we uh, obviously we triumph, but now there's a celestial sticking out of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Pretty cool monument. To <laughs> Which be honest. Is, it's probably uh, gonna be a cool thing to go check out. Yeah, I guess we gotta deal with that now. Yeah, uh, I mean that thing busted out of the core. There is no way that didn't cause irreparable damage to the Earth. That would like cause yeah. massive storms and like insane things to happen. Still, very cool visual of it. Just like kind of poking out of yeah, the ocean. Yeah, like its hand coming yeah. out. And like, and I'm like, I remember turning to the tree. I'm like, that's his fucking hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, Again, Jesus the scale Christ. is so good. It yeah, is. yeah. They really made the Celestials feel like these massive colossuses. Yeah, Colossi. but I do think the fight with Icarus at the end where all the Eternals are kind of trying to take him down. Even, I thought Festos was really cool in that. The way he's using all his technology and stuff and then he kind of pins him down. And, and I like, the, like him, his thing, like, yeah. he, uh, his background was like, you know, he's the inventor and like eventually he basically calls he humans, make, so yeah the atomic bomb with you know uh uh einstein and what's his name uh Obenha Obenhauser? uh oppenheimer, oppenheimer. so i, I, I didn't take that as he he, he literally worlds. made it ha like i think he helped he was, make the bomb well i took it as he he, he did started something. the process of like this is where the humans eventually like i gave them the technology at the beginning because like i i didn't really understand no, I, I thought really he literally helped them do well, it i could have i really don't I, know I, 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 was taking it was. It, I was taking it the other way but no, and then he's. Kind of, but again, that was that was a bit of a quick jump where it shows him in a scene where he's like, "I hate humanity. They're not worth saving." Then, 
Well, he's got a, I know, he's, he's got, got a family. family and, yeah. and again, it's a bit of an easy kind of solution to that, but still very good. I, I, I found and that the, scene to be the DC great. references in this movie were kind of unreal. I was like, three, we get, we get, there are two like long Batman and Superman references in this movie. And I was like, that's crazy. I mean, it would make sense if in like the respective universes. Right. But like, are they allowed to like do that? I mean, they must have been. You know what's funny? You <laughs> would never see that in a DC movie, but Batman and Superman are so iconic. I think they referenced Spider-Man in one of the old Superman movies, but like the old, old ones, but yeah, I could okay. be wrong. That doesn't count. Um, yeah, no, I, I did find that very interesting too. A Batman and Superman reference. Uh, but those end credits. And, there, and there's some Star Wars stuff. That's true. Yeah, well, real quick. So we win. Yeah, uh, Dane and Cersei making out in some park. Hanging in, out in the in, park, In yeah. London and... Uh, London. Like, and uh, Jon Snow's like... I've got, I've got a power, Cersei. I've got to tell you about my family. <laughs> Terrible Jon Snow impression. It's okay. What? Well, I can only talk about it in the Game of Thrones town. The White Walkers. The White Walkers. Uh, but yeah, so King then the fucking... North. So they kill the Celestial. That's a big deal. And then Ashram shows up. And that shot of him like... Sprite's human, by the way, at this point. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. She, trans, she so transmutes who, her into human. Who's left? Festus... Um, Athena, Droog, uh, Makari, Makari, Makari uh, Droog, and Athena go off into space in the ship. Yeah, uh, to, Festus to go find and, and Cersei stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost said Returnals again. Fucking Returnal. It's Returnal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah, so Hephaestus, Cersei, and who's the third? Is it Kingo who gets taken? Yeah, no, Kingo stays on Earth. Who's the third one with them? It's the, it's it's Thena, Droog, and um, Makari. No, no. Who gets taken by the uh, ashram? Oh, everyone on Earth. I think yeah. So I thought it was all the Eternals that were left on Earth still. So Cersei, Kingo, and Hephaestus. And yeah. Hefe- no, Festus. Oh yeah, and Festus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those three get taken, and that is where we end. So Dane Whitman again, like I said, sort of radicalized by this event that you know he he knows about he knows well, not, I don't even, knows like, I don't even think radicalized is. is the motivated I think is more of the correct <laughs> uh and yeah so we get our first end credit scene first end credit scene that's of him with the sword right no that's an, oh that's the final final one yeah okay so the first end credit scenes we see the the Eternals that left Earth they're hanging out on Thena, the ship Druk, and they're like what the fuck happened and where are, where, yeah. where are our friends we haven't heard from them in forever they were like, all right, well, we should go back. And then all of a sudden, some weird troll man teleports in. It's Pip. Pip, what's his name? Pip. Interesting. Pip shows up, this weird kind of troll teleporting yeah, he's man. Yeah, troll. Yeah. yeah. Played and by Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Uh, and then There's he, now sh- three characters in Marvel. MODOK, his Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character, and now Pip the troll. That's so funny. MODOK, I watched the first episode, by the way, the other day. It's really funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we see him introduce... Uh, Eros' brother. Eros of Titan, a.k.a. Star Fox. A character know, I never thought I'd see. And I Played by Harry fuck. fucking Styles. So apparently he's been signed on for five Marvel movies. Shut the fuck up. No. Apparently, <laughs> like, he's been so... I I don't think... I think he's going to be in the next Eternals, and I think he's going to be in a lot more, too. Yeah, I mean, Star Fox... He's going to be in Guardians. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean... Dude, they're going to introduce Adam Warlock. We're getting there. We're at yeah, a point. Yeah, no, I, I do he's think... One of those do you think Adam the Warlock. Eternals show up? In, a, in Guardians, possibly. I think that's a possibility, Very too. Very possibly. Because I don't think they show up without... He shows up without them. No. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. But I think his... He definitely... He looks like an... He seems to be an Eternal. 
He is. He That's, says, you know, he comes he's in. Like, oh, he's like, Pip oh, announces him, and he gives him a few titles. There's a lot of Marvel deep cuts in that, I found yeah. out. Um, but, like, you know, I, I, I got to go back and listen to it. But, like, the big thing is, like, he's Eros of Titan is the brother of Thanos. And uh, he comes in, and he's and he's like, you know. Eros's thing is he, like, seduces women, by the way. Yeah, no, he his like his power is like sexual or is like he like pleasure makes, he like messes with pleasure he, centers in your right, mind. Right. And it's usually he is like the like who's a he is like our wow, this is this is our Prince Charming from Shrek, like <laughs> very like handsome Suave, ne'er yeah. duel. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he goes to planets and, and he, he sleeps with He girls. looks really funny in, in the comics. Which which kinda is like a it's Harry Styles. I, I think Harry Styles He's is banging like, chicks fit, everywhere. Fits that role. Yeah. Like he's not necessarily like this, you know, like No, and he's a good actor too. Like I think honestly for like you He's not like an Adam Warlock. You convey something by casting him. And just the way he's kind of carrying right. his demeanor. He's hot. Yeah, 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 he's hot. Yeah, he's know. he can he can fuck what? But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, and, and he says, I think he's really know, "Hello, my fellow Eternals." Yeah, that's so what I thought. Yeah. That's he's not an Eternal in the comic. He is just a, a person. Yeah, like and then Thanos a, apparently a has like Titan. deviant G- DNA. Yeah, so this is like, what we're talking about. So in, in the comics, Thanos is is half deviant, half Titan, uh, and that's why he looks the way he does uh, compared to Eros, who looks like a normal person. Um, I wonder if they're going to bring that lore in into the I universe. I don't think he's going to be a deviant. And how they're going to yeah. explain he's a, an eternal if he's Thanos's brother? Like what? Yeah, that doesn't make because like right. Our, like and then it's like well maybe they could explore like are all Eternals synthetic? Right. So like, there's a few maybe different things you can go for doing some different stuff here. Yeah, who there. knows? You just don't know. I, I I think there's a lot to be explored there, and I think that's a good casting, and I think it's very exciting. I do. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like. I was stunned. Like I was just like, oh, it was what funny when he was yeah. <laughs> like, when they did say Thanos' brother. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I could tell you did you. I, like I by Pip the troll. I was like, what? I was like, I know who this guy is, but like, I don't know. Oh my god, it's Arrows of Titan. Like I who knew exactly who it was as soon as it came out, and then I was like. Oh, it's Harry Styles. Like, oh my God. Like, like it's funny. That my is mind, funny this was like a, I came out of Venom moment. I was just like, a little, uh, a little, yeah, blustered. Yeah, That's so like funny. I didn't, I didn't even know what to think. Amazing. And no, then, I, I'm excited. I really yeah. am. I think that's a cool casting. I, I can't wait to see where they go it with it. It kind of confirms the, the sequel, which apparently wasn't confirmed. I mean, they said the Eternals will, will return. return. But, but again, again, like, I think you were taking that. Movies. You were taking that. I, the article title was like, yeah, we don't know for sure. But like again, I think that I was don't think you need like, another Eternals movie. I think they're just gonna be in other things. No, I like, think again, I think Guardians you need a new, 3, I think Guardians Three is a shoe in. They're they're definitely gonna be in that with Adam Warlock coming onto the scene. Like I feel like the I Eternals think they definitely interact. Just makes sense. I think it makes and sense, especially given Star Lord is half celestial. Oh, that's true. I forget this so puts is, ego is in ego, a whole so other light. Ego is a celestial. Yeah, interesting. I thought he was just like another. I guess yeah, you're right. He is because he's but a I thought, planet. But like, but like, he's connected to the planet. But like, Peter doesn't have any of the celestial like going ons anymore. Like, because he destroyed ego. Like, he doesn't really right. have any connection. But like, but he maybe, still is. Maybe half. he does. Yeah, yeah. The celestial. Gene. Interesting. Um, uh, and then that second one with Dan Whitman himself. Dane. Dane. Did I say Dan? Uh, I think you like tried to say. I was both. like Dane. Dan. Dane. Dane. Uh, <laughs> He pulls out that ebony blade, and we get a little whisper from another, none so, other than. So, so what does the case say? It says like death, death, de- death, and oh, I don't remember. It's uh, more. It's death is in there. Death and mm, I can't remember. 
but it has like a message of death on the yes, top, and yes. it's like this. A, a, I gotta say, the blade looks really message. cool. Like it's like wrapped in these That's like bloody the bandages, yeah. and like oh, dude, I, I even turn it. I'm like, it looks like something from like Asriel. It does. From DC it, has like the like the cloth wrapped around. Honestly, it, it looks like almost like Dark Soulsy. You know, even like the way when yeah. he put his like hand yeah. towards it, and it was like kind the of vibrate. Yeah. yeah, I I thought it was really There's cool. There's some like liquid in there, and then you get an off sh- off screen voice that comes in and says something about like, are you ready? And it's none are other. You ready than- for that? And we so we both were like, I who immediately I'm like, I don't know who that is. I was like. And I, we were joking like, like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Like, no, it, like somebody next to us, I was like, it was not Samuel L. Jackson. One. Uh, two, I'm like, it's like, I thought about who it was and I didn't say it to you, but I was thinking, I'm like, who, who, who could this be? But it was, conf- it's confirmed that it is Blade. Chloe For Yeah, it's Blade himself, Mahersha Ali. Uh, so it looks like Blade and the Black Knight. Uh, They're going to be teaming up a bit. So. You think they're going to do a Marvel Knights thing or a Midnight Suns thing? Like, I think, think they could. Doing? I think they could do a Blade movie and he's in it. I would him. love they, to like, see them build up to Marvel Knights. No, that, be that's really cool. a comic series that I think it's very is different. It's a very different, very different, different in, in tone and different in who it is. It's Moon Knight, Blade. I don't think Black Knight is in Marvel Knights, but like it's all like the edgier characters because that's the point. That makes it, sense. It's yeah. the edgier people. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do something like that. That sounds fun. That sounds risky. That I sounds different. Be, yeah. You know, we haven't we haven't really seen edgy from Marvel all that much. Like yeah. real edge. No, I agree. Like, like real hard... edge, Lord. Shit. No, I, I, I agree. I, don't <laughs> like, know. I, I think it could be dark. I think it could be cool. I I don't really have much to say other than that. To and be let's honest, get I don't know Wesley in there. Let's get him back. Yeah, go for it. Get them all. Blade Senior. Absolutely. Blade's Pin, dad. Right in. Uh, <laughs> Blade, Blade's dad. Blade's dad, right there. Blade. Wesley Snipe, tax evader. Father Blade. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> I think that's it, though. Is there anything else, Cooch? Yeah, man. That's it. Big movie. A lot of, like, I feel like we haven't gotten a movie with this, this big much of meat. Impl- implication in yeah. a while. Since probably, nah, I mean, Endgame, but, like, Endgame ends on it. That's, a, like, on, maybe Infinity War. No, I Because Infinity yeah. War, that ending was, like, holy What's shit. What's happening, yeah. Yeah, Endgame was kind of, like, we had questions, but, like, everything was kind of... Sure. No, I think so, too. Avengers think- still aren't a thing. It, we see some some ads to, like, the global uh, re- repatriation stuff. Again, I, I still have so many questions, like, what the you know fuck's going on You know why I think this works so world? well? Right now, because they're just ignoring the rest of the world for the most part. It is, yeah, it's like, just about the Eternals, and that's fine. With even me. in Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, where are the Avengers? Like, what's going on? Well, they Where's don't exist anymore. Where's Sword? Yeah. No, I don't like. I, I they don't see. Well, Sword seems to be the new. Yeah, I don't. That's a so whole many other, questions. Yeah. And yeah. Eternals again, so focused on its story, not the outside. And I appreciate it. I really do, Marvel. Yeah, because you've you've been you've like been just we don't need to thing. worry about the entire other everyone right at this moment. Do a cool story by itself, but. Guys, thank you so much for watching with us live. Uh, well, actually, we didn't do this live today like we usually do. But yeah, you know, we, we usually need to do this one live. <laughs> no worries at all, though. You can catch us on our next live stream, uh, twitch.tv slash Network for that one. But you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We're on all your favorite social media pages at Delco Nerds on basically everything. We got a Facebook page. We got a Discord channel. We got an email address where you can email us all your comments, questions, or concerns. Uh, that's DelcoNerds at gmail.com. All this information can be found on our website. Delco nerdnetwork.com. Uh, for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.